Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the most electrifying podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me, your boy, Kendango Sanada. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into the reason why I'm calling myself Sanada in just a few as my boy is going to be making appearance this weekend. Joining me. As always, the man with the beer in his hand, the man, the myth, the legend, Matty Range. What is up, good people? It's another Thursday. Um, happy the week is almost over, bro. <laughs> this week is a short week because we had a long one at the same time, <laughs> but it's been a long, short week. So I'm happy that it's Friday, and I'm ready to talk some wrestling. Well, happy Juneteenth to everyone. Happy Pride Month to everyone. We here at UTR wish everyone safety and happiness and love. No matter who, what you are, what you decide you want to be, just love everybody. That's UTR's message. Right. Unless you unless you're CM Punk, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, CM Punk. Speaking of CM Punk. You know what? Let's just jump into fucking wrestling news. Let's go. Go ahead, man. We're going to start right into CM Punk. Now, when we last joined, when you when we were all last together, heading into last Friday, CM Punk, it was supposed to be a big interview that was supposed to come out on ESPN with CM Punk. Now, the interview came out, and it was a bunch of nothing. He didn't say nothing. And everyone figured, everyone said, oh, what? He probably going to try and say something on Collision. And guess what he did on Collision? He said something. Mm. <laughs> he mm. called the Young Bucks counterfeit bugs. Bruh. Like, I still want to know. Where can you work at? Besides AEW, where you can outright verbally abuse your boss. Right. Talk so much shit about your boss, and yet they still keep your ass on and pay you. I need that job. Because trust me, there's a couple of motherfuckers at my job I want to talk about. But I don't. Because <laughs> the, the stuff he said... In the ESPN interview, they it was put for they put it out there that as part of this whatever it happened, whatever happened behind the scenes in that fight, and everybody said oh, they're going to end up working together. It has been put into basically it's in the le it's legal work in the legal paperwork. The elite and CM Punk cannot have matches together. They cannot use any of what happened in the past. As material for them to be on TV, they can't have matches together. But CM Punk don't care because he's like, still talking shit. Here's the shit that kills me. He even this Wednesday, the go home show for Forbidden Door did not have CM did not have Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks. A matter of fact, nope. any of the elite there. 
And this is the go-home show, a big go-home show about a pay-per-view, which we're going to be doing predictions for just a few. And because CM Punk needed to make an appearance, they weren't on the show. And then on top of that, during that little appearance that he made Wednesday, he told the truth. I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm a collision guy. Bro, if you're not supposed to be here, what you doing here then? What you doing here? Please. What's going on, big bro? And like, and like, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty evident that at, at the end of the day, I mean, just whatever. The, CM Punk has AEW by the balls. There's that. And if he doesn't, then it's clear that Tony Khan is still taking the side of CM Punk because he's Pretty letting much. him do whatever he wants to do. And um, I made a, I made a, um, I asked a question in the chat during the week, and Mongo fought me tooth and nail about who was worse. Um, I asked a question in the chat. I said, "Who do you think is who do you think was worse for a company, CM Punk or Hulk Hogan?" Right, right. Uh, only you would think of that, you big McNasty. <laughs> you big, you Maybe. McNasty. Who knows? <laughs> I, made <laughs> I made a question. I, I asked a question. I said, um, "Who was worse for a company, CM Punk or Hulk Hogan?" Right now, Mongo made some great points about what Hulk Hogan did to WCW and TNA. Excellent points. Almost ruined Impact to the point where it no longer could survive. Um, he's pretty much saying Hogan is the that was the downfall of WCW. Mm-hmm. My thing is this though. Even during those times where Hogan may have brought down the company and stuff like that, it was never a point where they had to split the rosters because people didn't want to be on the same, didn't even want to be in the same arena as him. Splitting the rosters, Hogan didn't talk shit about Vince until after he was gone from WWE and they put his ass on the stand. Hogan never Hogan never had any losses. No, Hogan never had anybody. I was not. You know what? I would say this: like in Hulk Hogan's case, Hulk Hogan had the best lawyers of any, like of anything, because nobody at that time had the type of pool that he had, and he was the only person who could really do it because he was the originator. He is sports entertainment, like, like. As much as people want to talk shit about Hulk Hogan and stuff like that, that's why when that whole cancel Hulk Hogan thing came out, me being the age that I am, I was definitely slightly torn between that because for the simple fact of, yes, what Hulk Hogan said was bad, but as you know, I always play devil advocate when it comes down to that particular topic. I always say, but at the same time, that man got recorded in his bed when he wasn't expecting to be recorded, number one. Like, everybody says shit behind closed doors in their bedroom that they think is going to stay in their bedroom. Um, The other part about that is, though, like I said, Hogan, like you said, is sports entertainment. it's, It's no secret. It's no secret out there, podcast world. We all know I am the grandpa of this group. 
I know I do not have grandchildren, but as far as age wise, I would be considered <laughs> I would be considered the grandpa. He's still in his prime in wrestling years, though. Right. If I, if I was a wrestler, shit, I'd be world champ right now. Right. <laughs> but my thing is with Hogan, I'm older than the very first WrestleMania. And guess who was in the very first WrestleMania? Hulk Hogan. The biggest wrestling spectacular ever created. And that man was a staple of professional wrestling from... 80 something all the way up to the honestly the 2000s let's be realistic yeah to, to that last run in wwe right let's be really like, all the way to the 2000s so when everybody was like cancel hogan cancel hogan it was a little hard for me to just completely write him off because it was like well everybody when like when i was younger if i'd be lying if i say i didn't say my prayers and eat my vitamins <laughs> like Hulk Hogan told me to. So that's what I did. Like, yeah, I know what he meant, but man, fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> right. See, it was it's easier for your for people your age and younger because it's like, yo, fuck it. I I I ain't watch him wrestle like that any goddamn way. To me, he's just the old time of talking shit. But like, to we me, always it, seen, we always seen like people my age. Real talk, we've only seen like we've seen the bits and pieces of Hulkamania. We've only seen the recordings of WrestleMania one all the way up to like nine. We only know Hulk Hogan from WCW him, part the end of WF, WCW him, and then we didn't pay attention to him until he became Hollywood because it was the NWO. And then he came back to WWE and we were like, eh. and then him versus Rock, and we liked him again. But listen, after that, we didn't care. <laughs> listen, I've been watching Hulk Hogan since WWF had that ugly ass green world championship belt. Yeah, the one and, that looked yeah. like plates. <laughs> right. And then when they switched it over to that other huge belt, then the winged angel, then the winged eagle belt. Like oh, I've been, yeah. I've been with Hogan through almost every stage of the WWE championship. The whole thing, but it's HBK belt as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like HBK belt. I've been watching wrestling and known Hogan since then. And during, like I said, even during his worst, there was never a point where people were like, "Yo, I don't want to work with him." Like I, I don't want to be in that building that he's in. And that's sad when you, like. Collision should have been what SmackDown is. But instead, it's literally almost like a completely different company. It's a completely different it's a completely different universe within a <laughs> Damn. Yo, you're gonna leave my man speeds and muscle alone, yo. <laughs> but yeah, like CM Punk came back knowing that he can't work with these guys due to legal reasons. And in the interview, he in, in honestly in the interview, the interview was cool. Punk is Hulk Hogan is to me will always be worse. Punk is just someone. 
He's cat like the only person. He's the only person who's who's who who he's really ripping off is the main is the person that has the checkbook. It's TK. Like everyone told him, it's not a good idea to do it. You know how he rolls. I'm still doing it anyway. This is no one's fault but Tony Khan's. Hulk Hogan, those folks, they got blindsided. They got blindsided because they thought giving somebody creative control would be fine and dandy, but it ended up backfiring because they gave everybody in WCW big-time contracts that came from WWF, and they gave them creative control. So no matter what the idea could have been, all they had to do was, nope, Hulk Hogan wouldn't do that. (laughs) Here's my thing. I, I left this up here because of this part right here. Reggie says both of them are only like for their entrance music, honestly. Now, CM Punk fans always, always, always bring up his entrance music. I can almost guarantee all of those hardcore CM Punk fans who always say, I just wanted to hear his entrance music one time. I just wanted to hear his entrance music again. I can almost guarantee none of y'all have the goddamn song on your phones, your iPods, whatever you're listening to, wherever you're streaming music. Mostly, most half of the people who are diehard CM Punk fans and listen and like, oh, I love that song, don't even know the group who sings it. Don't even know that the group who sings it is one of the first original all-black rock bands, Living Color. Well, they probably know that by now. We brought that up last week. Well, we bring that up mostly every time we talk about it. They should. It's like, like my thing is this. Like everybody that says, "Oh, I just wanted to hear his entrance music," you could have downloaded that shit and heard it all the fuck you want, and we wouldn't have to have Phil ass back in our fucking TV screen. Well, I, it's it's just like I've always said. He's only on TV because he ran out of money with these lawsuits, just like Colt Cabana started having money issues. Who question, like who brought the question more is who was? What you call it? The question was who hurt the business more? Who hurt the company more? CM Punk or Hogan? I think it's Hogan because WCW went is gone. Burned all his broke hearts of fans with that shit along with hit. I'm once again. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna be honest. Once again, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. For those of you who don't know, Hulk Hogan got the reason why a lot of people wanted to cancel Hulk Hogan or he became on the outs with everybody was Hulk Hogan used the N word. All right, fuck it. I'll say it. Hulk Hogan said nigga. Mind you, when he said this, he was bucket naked in his bed. Just after fucking his girl. I'm sorry. There is not too many people on this earth who don't make off-the-wall comments within the comfort of their own home. You can be the most loving and caring person in the world and have love for everyone. When you're in the privacy and the comfort of your own home, everyone at some point in time says some wild off-the-wall shit. Whether it be for a joke, whether you are angry in the moment, whatever the case may be, every I can, every single person has said some off the wall crap. Plain and simple. 
Hogan was in his bed. How many of y'all, after having sexual intercourse with somebody, expect there to be a camera around videotaping y'all? Not too many people. Well, the, the bad part with Hulk Hogan, the woman that he was messing with was his friend's wife. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a different story. The part that made me upset with Hogan is he never apologized for what he said. He made excuses for what he said. That made me upset. And then he tried to hit us with the, that was Terry, not Hope. Nigga, it's the same person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, if people didn't know what he said, I'll literally say it from where he said he didn't want his daughter sleeping with the son of a black billionaire guy who had offered to help fund her music career. And then he said, and I quote, I mean, I don't have double standards. I mean, I am a racist to a point, fucking niggers. But then when it comes to nice people and shit and whatever, then they said the transcript only gets worse. He said, I mean, I, this is the part where I'm just like, yeah, fuck Hulk Hogan. I mean, I'd rather she was going to fuck some nigger. I'd rather, her mar rather have her marry an eight-foot-tall nigger worth $100 million like a basketball player. Hogan reportedly said, I guess we're all a little racist. Fucking nigger. What the fuck, Hulk? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I mean, there's pillow. How talk. many? There's, there's, that's, there's pillow talk. You're right. There's pillow talk. But think about this. How many of us in the African American community, especially males, when it came down to dating, there was a phrase that a lot of our mothers used to say to us: "If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home." AKA no white girls. Yeah. Now that is something that a lot of people do. And as parents, as parents, certain people have certain things they want for their children. And he didn't say that she couldn't. What he said was, I personally wouldn't want it, but guess what? There's nothing I can do about that. There's technically nothing he can do about it. And he knew that. He was like, he personally didn't want it. Every parent has their own preferences. Like, I'm going to be 100% honest. I love my daughter, my oldest daughter. She has a boyfriend. Cool kid. I don't have any issues with him. Do I wish she was dating somebody else? You got them right. But you know why? Because that's me as a father. Plain and simple. I'm not defending the fact that he used the word nigger. I'm not, a, I'm not defending that. What I am defending is the fact that that man was in his house. And as a parent, every parent has their own preference for what they for what they say. All right. <laughs> and no, I'm not just leaving up comments I agree with. I put them all up. All right. Yo, listen, <laughs> there is no denying that. It's well documented. Go back and watch from Five, six years ago when this podcast first started, I it's been documented since day one that I don't like his ass, that I hate punk. <laughs> it's, that's documented. That's that's nothing. Does it take any skin off of CM Punk's back that I don't like him? No. So it is what it is. Now I will say, like, now after all this, now he he it, it's just pretty it's basically just being 
the little tattletale. She said, like, do I think Mongo? I can touch you, but you can't touch me. I can touch you, but you can't touch me. Because he knows that due to legal reasons, they they are not to speak. They cannot have no there are no communication between them. He keeps right. trying to reach out saying, Oh, I, I want to apologize and say I'm sorry. Their lawyers respond saying, You are not don't the talk to us. Like right. bro, so Punk is literally right now poking the bear. Like he's and, and and it's 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 sickening the fact that, like you said, Matt, he's pretty much going, ha ha ha. Y'all can't talk to me, but I can do what I want to do. Ha 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 ha. I can do what I want to do. Look, I can do what I want to do so much. I'm going to show up on your show to make you not have to be there. Word, right? Then he said, uh, uh, I'm not even I'm supposed not, to be here. He's he dead. He dead ass said that. I'm not even supposed to be. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please. I almost forgot during my little rant and rave. Joining us from the dungeons of the MTA. <laughs> <laughs> And if you ever rode M New York City transportation, you know MTA is the dungeon. From the dungeons of the MTA, give it up for our boy, the street team captain, Tito Joseph Henry. God damn, that's a lot of names. <laughs> you know, it was, it was Puerto Rican parade not so long ago, Papi, so I had to embrace the name. <laughs> the, 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 the first half. Listen, no, I know I got I got a couple of other white friends, but you said, do I think Mongo is saying that he might be that you might be a racist and dropping the hard R on you? I know for a fact Mongo would never drop the hard R. Listen, we've told you on the show, damn, that's some racist shit. So don't act like we haven't told you some of the stuff you said is racist. <laughs> Back. And I got more than one white friend, damn it. There's a whole chat full of them. <laughs> yes, we can open up with a 30-minute punk argument every day, Mongo. Yes, the hell we can. <laughs> Hi, Mongo. Right. Hey, Sammy, baby. Yep, got family all over. I was like, I wonder if Mongo was watching and did he commented. I was like, oh, cool. Mongo's, Mongo's, <laughs> Mongo's big brother. He's always watching. <laughs> You never know. You never know. My thing is this, like I said, he's literally antagonizing people, which is I think is worse. It's 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 just in bad taste. It's in bad taste. Like I don't like I don't dislike CM Punk, but I don't like CM Punk. It's just like he's CM Punk. I never get like you know what's going to happen. You can enjoy it, but you know how it's going to end. My whole thing is, too. It's like watching a car crash. You know. It's like, you know. It's like watching your favorite movie that has a terrible, that has the sad ending. You know you're going to cry. You know it's going to make you feel bad, but you're going to still watch it. That's CM Punk. You're going to enjoy it, but you know at some point he's going to show his ass. And right. he's going to be gone. Here's the thing. I'm not just saying I don't like CM Punk right now. It's not this newest run. Oh, yeah, you've never liked CM Punk. I've never liked when he was actually an active person on the WWE roster. I did not like CM Punk. 
I've I've never been a CM Punk fan with all the hype. Oh, he's um changing the the wrestling game. His moves were always meh to me. Eh. eh. I liked him. I hated him eh. on the video game. Eh. The only move that I actually used to enjoy for Punk was the GTS. And then I found out that he stole it. <laughs> Like not only did you just not only did you steal the move, you stole a name too. Like you took everything. You didn't even try to change it up. Like you know how we got the diamond cutter and the RKO. At least they changed the fucking name. <laughs> you was just like, nah, this is just to go to sleep. This is what you call it. That's what we're gonna do. We're <laughs> gonna call it go to sleep. And that part makes me angry. Like I said, I was never a fan of his when he was doing the whole straight edge thing, when he shaved Molly Holly's head, when he was ECW, when he had hair down in his shoulders, and the, and the, the dirty um, no mustache and the dirty chin. I, I hated him since then. <laughs> okay. So this is not a brand new hate. This has been, this has been a I didn't like you when you came out. I didn't like you when you left. And then that's another part that made me very upset with CM Punk that made me go over the edge for me. He left his fans at the height of his career because of his ego. Fans and fans and executives were glamoring for him to come back. It was going to make the accommodations needed for him to come back. And he left y'all for seven whole years. I don't even know women that'll stay with their boyfriends who were doing 30 days in jail. But yet, y'all stayed with him for seven years. <laughs> I mean, we all stayed fans some way, somehow. I mean, just like Edge. I mean, Edge was gone basically all that time. And, I mean, he just showed up and won the Royal Rumble. And we were like, oh, my God, we love you again. Not I. <laughs> <laughs> Not I. You know how I felt. I'm not. Listen, for those of you who are new to the podcast who don't know, I am the resident angry man who shouts at the clouds. That is me. I am the angry old man. I will find the reason to not like something. Okay. I One of my biggest gripes with professional wrestling is older generation wrestlers taking away golden opportunity chances from younger ones. Even if they don't successfully complete the whole goal, the fact that you took that chance away from someone who is there right now and who is making the product watchable right now, you're taking that opportunity away from them, I dislike. Like, don't get me wrong. I've, I've, I'm, a, I'm an edge fan. In Edge's case, everything he's done. I'm an edge fan. Like, I'm a, I'm, like it's no secret. I'm a Brock Lesnar fan. We know I like Brock Lesnar. For Edge, to me, it's like, in hindsight, with everything that happened with Roman Reigns, him coming back and winning the Royal Rumble, and then him and uh, Dave Bryan, Brian Danielson, getting pinned the way they did, that was just a perfect little story because, damn. Right. (laughs) One guy guy (laughs) rode off to a whole other company, Mm -hmm. and Edge ain't been, I mean, Edge is cool, but... He, he, I mean, he just is. <laughs> right. 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 Like, 
like I said, I don't have a dislike for Edge. I like Edge. I just don't like Edge. I just didn't like Edge taking away the opportunity by winning the Royal Rumble. That I did not like. And like Roman kind of just put him in his place. <laughs> like, sit your old ass down, old man. That's exactly what happened. Both of y'all. And just tell both of y'all to go. Right. <laughs> get gone. Roman, after that match, Roman legit hit him with the, go on now, get, get, get. Right. <laughs> go on now, get. So, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of older wrestlers taking away younger wrestlers' um, opportunities. And there are certain wrestlers that I just don't like. Just like everybody has other wrestlers that they don't like. Like, Mongo hates Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> like, CM Punk is probably on there was one person there was another person at the top of my list but he managed to work his way off hitman yeah. bret hart you worked your oh, way yeah. off baby you worked your way off <laughs> you worked your way off man so but going back to my original thing with cm punk i mongo brought up excellent points about how hogan destroyed wcw and on the overall with WCW, I don't put WCW completely on just him. I put it on the whole original NWO. I put it on the whole original NWO. Because those three dudes, Nash, Hall, and Hogan, they had the ability to do anything and everything that they wanted at any given time and spend whatever kind of money they had. So that's why I don't completely credit him with the complete downfall. I'll say he is one third of the downfall. <laughs> TNA, TNA, he's one tenth of the downfall because there was about a good 10 people in TNA that was just doing way too much. <laughs> okay. now, right now, he just has them hostage. He just has, he just has some hostage because I, AEW is not going, I don't think AEW is going to fail. His, not I, because that was my that was about to be my next that was about to be one of my questions I was about to ask and if um what you call it, the rest of the boys said they're gonna jump on in a little bit do you think ten years from now AEW will still be on and competing with WWE. I'm not even putting I'm not even asking will WWE be around for 10 more years because that's a given. They got they got they got, they got a 10 year contract with the they got a 10 year contract with the Saudis. So well, that's no, gonna have to <laughs> I mean, that's gonna have to play out. I mean it, it's it right now it's all quiet. They they said it month they said it the day after WrestleMania ended now it's probably not gonna be finalized until like December or even January January of next year. Right. I mean, they'll be the merger will be fully complete. So we'll be having probably UFC WWE weekend, super weekend, ten year for ten years from now. We'll have right. a UFC three forty eight featuring WrestleMania ninety four. <laughs> like okay, but yeah, there's no no no. No doubt, WWE will be around. I think AEW will be around because AEW slowly but surely. I mean, they're going to definitely age out before CM Punk is going to be done. If the, as soon as they're done with CM Punk, I think they can be 
fully successful. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us. The good the good stoner, our boy, Mr. Mike. Who? Mike Hall. Mike, we talking about um CM Punk and him holding AEW hostage and um just randomness in Hogan. That question I asked who was worse, um, Punk or Hogan. And the question that I'm asked right now that Matt just finished answering was, do you think AEW will be around 10 years from now? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, unlike 20 years ago, a lot of these bigger names, uh, wrestlers, when their contracts are up, they can go to somewhere like an AEW and still be on TV and still have a huge platform. Like if someone is in WWE, their contract is up, they're disgruntled, they go to AEW. If someone's in, let's say, an Impact or a New Japan or any other indie promotion, they're looking for big bucks, they can go to AEW. As long as AEW continues to have their TV deal with Warner, they'll be fine. See, here's where I differ. I think AEW will not be around in 10 years unless they start to pull a WWE and buy the smaller promotions. Granted, they have the talent. Granted, they can put on excellent matches. But that money ain't going to last. That's number one. They're just starting to move around. Like, like, um, Booty Batty said, they're just starting to really move around. And Matt, we, we spoke about it what like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, when you we were talking about how um they sold out this show and then the next tickets were like Oh yeah, that was um, last week. Right, like it's they they're they're not selling the way that they should be to be around that much to be around longer. So unless they literally buy like a a PWG or one of the or even hog wrestling or something like that. Um if they unless they start buying these little promotions, I don't think they'll be around. Because also AEW's roster is so big that a lot of these people are not being used and they're getting frustrated and they're having to go to these smaller independent places to get to to get seen to get work i think i think aw is a more so the wwe is a revolving door um i think eventually because they're only what this is only what year four like year four or five, I, I think, I think four or five, something like that. I think eventually they'll they'll be able to balance out their roster, whereas where they're not trying to sign everybody, and then they'll have their core group. I mean, the fact that, that the fact that they're already starting to get rid, like people have slowly started to leave, and they've moved people to ROH, and on top of that, like I said, people have just started to you just realize that people just ain't on TV no more, and then magically they reappear on the indies. 
or they'll put something out on Twitter saying, oh, I'm no longer in AEW. Like, yeah, shouldn't have been on there anyway because you suck. <laughs> what but, do, I have a question. What what do the cons own other than, well, we know they own AEW. They own the what Jaguars. What do they own outside, outside the Jaguars? Like, what are their other companies? They own a soccer, the soccer team, too. Like that's that's what that was gonna be my counterpoint to the Kenny. Like they're gonna always yeah. have money because exactly. we all know how the NFL works. And Mike knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bengals just got rich in like the last, basically since they got Joe Burrow. Unfortunately, I'm gonna be a hater right now. The Titans fan in me was, is coming out. I'm gonna be a hater real quick. They just got rich since they got Joe Burrow. These yeah. fuckers got money. Now they got yeah, Joe be- Burrow. Mike Brown got money. Before that, when they had. My my personal favorite Bengals quarterback, Carson Palmer. Mike Brown ain't had no money. He ain't had no money for Carson Palmer. He yeah, because because now and <laughs> because now the Bengals got sponsorships. Like so, think about it. Like like not like just a sidetrack. Like the Bengals now have a sponsor put on their stadium. <laughs> like Paycourt Stadium for the past twenty years, it was Paul Brown Stadium. Because yeah, the they got, they got, because y'all got Joe Burrow. They really, uh-huh. y'all made that Super Bowl with him. He said, "Oh, you know what? I love my dad and all, but yeah, his mm-hmm. name can come up off this." Yeah, put the Joe Burrow Stadium now with that. Now with Jaguar, with the cons, with the way the NFL works, they can run that organization however they feel like. They're gonna make a gazillion dollars regardless, and they don't have to reinvest it into it. They could take that money and put it into that soccer team. TK can take his little portion and be like, all right, I want to sign Roman Reigns. And then it's like, oh, damn. Not that Roman Reigns would ever be a free agent, but he can literally offer a blank check at any point in time to the biggest wrestling free agent and be like, name your price. Name your demands, and we could get honestly. We, I feel like at some point in time, AEW is going to have a signing that is going to be the equivalent of Kurt Angle going to TNA. That's going to kind of kind of make us go, like, Oh, yeah, I knew they, yeah, full. I didn't know what the name of the soccer team was, I just knew it was a soccer team, the, the, the original football. If I, my niece said that they're going to be around because, like you said, Matt, they have a lot of WWE stars joining. Um, she brought up um, Sasha Buddy Matthews. But this right here, <clears throat> this is going to have to do something. The problem that I'm having with AEW is the fact that they're not properly using their outlooks properly like you how can i say i'm I'm using the wrong word and i'm sorry for that roh shouldn't be you still gotta kind of search for it youtube it pay for it roh shouldn't be that right now roh should be that saturday show roh should be that saturday show Instead, that's what happens when everything gets goes to shit when you have a fight happen that didn't need to happen. Right. 
if anything, our race needs to be mad at CM Punk. Collision took that took their spot. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and like, it, like Reggie brought up, they need to have a, they need to do something like what WWE did. You don't think people are people are more willing to spend that five that four ninety nine five ninety nine ten ninety nine tier that Peacock has to see every pay per view WWE puts out, then spend fifty dollars per pay-per-view or steal it let's be realistic they don't have they don't have an app but I'm, that's not to say they don't ha- they're not trying to come up with something like that their options have always thank you been slightly garbage there is no point there is point. no point collision is only made so it, it is literally the CM Punk show. Right. It's the CM Punk show. Rampage is just Rampage. All of these shows, if you put Rampage and Collision together, they're all SmackDown. Here's the thing. Rampage and Collision, because it happened last summer, Rampage and Collision, during the summertime, y'all going to get very little viewers. Rampage, I hate to tell you this, they 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 did y'all dirty by putting y'all on after SmackDown because yeah, that's already doing. They're banking on people. They think people are going to still be wanting to watch wrestling after watching at from eight to ten. We exactly watching. Then on top of that, it's not like it's the same fucking company on the same channel. I got to change to a whole another channel. Let's be realistic. During the summertime, SmackDown is on when most people are getting ready to go out for Friday evening. Yeah, that's while, right. while they're getting yeah, dressed, exactly. while they're we'll getting leave. dressed or whatever, and right before they get ready to leave, SmackDown is on. By the time they get ready to walk out the door, SmackDown is either just going off or it's got a half hour left. SmackDown is on while people are getting ready on a Friday night. Ten o'clock, mm-hmm. people are out. Yep, especially during the warm months. People outside, man. People are out. People are at restaurants, at lounges, at clubs, taking walks. They just out just being outside, period. Mm-hmm. People are outside. And then you want to try to do that, like I said, at 10 o'clock at, on a Friday night? No, 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 no. And then on a Saturday, listen, at eight o'clock on a Saturday. Most people are either we're coming from something from during the day or dead smack in the middle of something. Is that, that their doing. confirmed time? 8, 8 a.m.? I mean, I'm sorry, 8 p.m. on Saturdays? I, I think Saturday so. On Saturdays at 8. Nobody is watching anything. Nobody is. If you're. It's a good time. Saturday at 8 o'clock ain't shit on. Because and, and nobody's on. Ain't nothing on. Because nobody's home. That's why college football gets the ratings it gets because it's on during the cold fucking months when everybody has to be home. (laughs) I mean, uh, now during the summer, like with the early parts of the the season when it's hot out, those are always the top notch. They make sure they put the top notch teams 
they make sure they put them out there when it's still warm out. That's how you have like Ohio State and Notre Dame. Because nobody right. wants to watch Ohio State and Notre Dame in November when it's no, cold. No. We want to see them on on the ground when it's still when it ain't tearing your skin on. But honestly, they I knew what they were trying to do when they put the show on Saturday. They should have put it at Saturday six oh five, but they didn't. Exactly. They're trying to be it's the W. They're just trying to be WCW. But nobody that 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 was the great thing about Ted Turner owning the station that he was running them on. He could do the times. Nobody else did 05 and all that. They just do eight o'clock. It could it could really be seven oh five or something, but it's not. It's just eight o'clock. Nobody is going to watch that show. Only thing I'm worried about is 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 what is going to happen to the show once CM Punk is gone. Is it Reggie brought up the fact that the the other issue is the demographics. In ten years, the target demo will be close to thirty years old. The interest then will be what our interests are now, going to clubs and bars. And then the other biggest part of the demographic of AEW fans is my age. People who are my, who are my age and slightly older. Ten years, we're in our fifties. We I mean, damn sure, we damn sure ain't watching wrestling on a Saturday night at eight o'clock. AEW has a weird their their fan base is kind of all over the place in my opinion because you got people you got kids that love them because you got to think about it just like kids are watching WWE there are kids that are watching AEW and I know they see people like Brody Jr. on there and be like oh I want to be like Brody Jr. No you don't They probably do want to be right here. I want to be. I want to be. They're the only people that want to be in the dark order. Um, <laughs> like, that's that's the sacrifice you don't want to take, kid. Right? Like, if y'all, yeah, y'all want that. Y'all want to get give up a parent, but damn, this man, I'm sure they would love to be like him. Damn, popping poppin a blue pill that started around nine thirty. <laughs> and uh, well, like, like they're those, the kids that are watching now are going to be the people that are still keeping them afloat, and then the people my age will be that I am now thirty five. They'll be probably still keeping them afloat. I don't watch them as is now. My age still, I'll still mosey. I'll be. I'll look and see what they're talking about. But I'll probably be watching WWE for the most part. I'm not going to be worried about what AEW is doing. I'm sure they'll be around. But and the reason why I think they'll be just a, um, to the Kenny's earlier question, as long as people are disgruntled with WWE, think about it, people have been disgruntled, disgruntled with WWE for 40 years now, and that ain't that ain't going to change. So those disgruntled WWE fans, they'll always have another option in AEW as far as like wrestling, big time wrestling. And they still got the checkbook to pay to pay the people that WWE feels like isn't all that great. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'll go to AEW and show you that I that I'm better, that I can do it, and make you. I'll pull a Cody. <laughs> right. It, I. Mm. I don't, I don't know. I think that, like I said, AEW is going to have to 
buy out some smaller some smaller companies. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to buy out some smaller companies. Now what I think is gonna end up happening in 10 years because CM Punk is not going to be around. Okay. ROH will eventually end up becoming one of these two shows. This is either they, going to become Rampage or Collision. That is going to be ROH. They need to honestly find another day. Like ROH right now is fine where it's at, being on Honor Club where people can access um, all the past and present ROH stuff and they can keep up with it. And then once they can kind of get everything settled, they can kind of slowly migrate it. Now, I do agree with y'all with the pay-per-views. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to pay no $40, $50 for every daggone pay-per-view. That's stupid. No, no. Right. I'm not going to be watching AEW. I'm be, I might clip, clip in every now and then. I'll keep up. But it's like, I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to watch WWE because... I'm trying to see who was trying to take out Roman Reigns. Because at that point, he's going to be the real head of the table. At that point, he's going to be old. So somebody, he's going to be on John Cena level. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Reggie. He said another thing AEW needs to consider is what W like once Vince is no longer alive. I was just getting ready to mention. Well, Vince is basically no longer alive now. <laughs> I, was about to say, I was just getting ready to mention. Since Vince has been back, we've only heard about maybe two or three times where he stirred some trouble as far as changing the script last minute. He tried it. He showed his ass when they announced it, the merger. His shit sucked. He embarrassed himself. They told him to stay in his place as an executive chairman and told Triple H, keep doing what you're doing. Ever since we had that turn of a Monday Night Raw, everything has been great. Right. Like, Triple H, like, it's like, so for, for Reggie, for uh, Reggie's comment, I'll, I've been treating, like, Vince, Vince, is, Vince is there, but Vince ain't doing nothing. That's why I laugh anytime somebody be like, oh, this is what Vince wanted. Vince is mm-hmm. Vince, Vince ain't there, y'all. Vince is literally like they have his picture up on their investor site, and he's literally like executive chairman with that little creeper mustache of his. Like he's there. He he basically got he got he got what he wanted. He got the company sold. He got a whole bunch of money, and he's back in the company. Triple H got what he wanted. He's still in charge. Stephanie got what she wanted. She is out. She ain't got to deal with this no more. Everybody low-key got what they wanted. Vince is highly involved because he's still signing checks. Okay? At the end of the day. They said that is Vince still involved? I'm sure Vince is hanging around. Of course, Vince is going to be involved. Vince has been is was creative up until what last year, two years ago. I'm sure Triple H is going to ask for his input, but say time Triple H is a grown man and he's probably saying like, "Hey, I'm gonna ask my father-in-law for help," but I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna do my thing because 
you seen what I did for NXT. You've seen what I've been doing for the last year now, because it's been basically a year since this all started. Just let me cook. And we started, and honestly, as a side point, Triple H, we have started to see the little quirks in his booking. Someone brought it up in an article I was reading. Uh, Triple H likes doing these multi-man matches, the gauntlet matches. That is a Triple H fan. Mm-hmm. To figure out a number one contender. That is a Triple H thing now. I didn't even think about that. And I was like, holy crap, that is. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Thank you, and everything. I'm sure Vince, I feel like, honestly, anytime Vince shows up, it's going to feel like he has his fingers in anything, in everything. It's just Look because had to bring up Rhea. This girl loves Rhea. Rhea is, Rhea is her is high. She could be Rhea Ripley for a day. She would. <laughs> now, yeah, now to move, like, move on to that. Now the new belts, they did a great thing with that. They, all they did with that was they reverted back to the old brand split title names because when they originally split the titles. They were WWE for uh, SmackDown, and they were world titles for Raw, and they're literally going back to that. The only added thing they've done is put Undisputed. And honestly, right. the Undisputed part on the belts, because I think about this as a side. Aside, my degree is in sports management, and Mike and Kenny will tell you this. I'm always coming up with slogans and bullshit. <laughs> Out of nowhere, they only did they put that undisputed part on there as a consumer, like to get you to buy it. Oh, yeah, undisputed mm-hmm. championship because Roman has it. But as soon mm-hmm. as he loses it, it's going to be the WWE world title again. That's going to mm-hmm. revert back to the WWE world title history, and then they're going to come out with another belt that just says WWE world heavyweight champion, world WWE world champion under that. And then they're going to be like, here's a new belt. And then someone's going to be like, oh, I got to get that belt. That's the only reason they do that. So don't right. be shocked if Roman loses, that belt changes his name again. <laughs> as soon as he loses, it's no longer going to be the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. No, it's going to be the WWE Champion. <laughs> well, since you brought his name up, let's get to the next big topic and story on hand, folks. Let's talk about the... The breakup of the bloodline, folks. Yes, yes, yes. If you have been under a rock, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, Uso, have officially kicked themselves out of the bloodline. Literally kicked themselves out of the bloodline. How, ladies and gentlemen, these motherfuckers super kicked the schnizzle out of Roman. Mm-hmm. I mean, my man caught a double kick. What you mean? Thank God the bloodline is broke. It was literally toxic. That was the point of it. Hello. <laughs> it, Hello. I mean, we all knew it was, go- <laughs> it was going to happen, but the way it happened was still. Damn good. It was just like watching just a uh just watching a regular old soap opera. It's just like watching General Hospital for me. I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed as far as me wanting the storyline to continue longer. <laughs> like, I wanted the storyline to officially end with, I guess, Jay taking the belt, taking one of those belts off of Roman. See, like, this is I, the thing with them, because I look at this storyline almost as if we look at the Marvel Universe. Like, Sammy, Sammy Ooze was his own little movie. The Cody thing was his own little movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect, yeah, like the story ain't over though. Like, I, like, we don't know what the end game is. Like, we literally have no clue what the end game is. Now, I didn't expect us to get to the next movie so damn quick. We went from a super kick, and then the next day, they were like, yo, money in the bank, bloodline civil war. I'm like, oh, oh all right. All right. Like, that's, that's how, that, that's, that's, there you go. That's my, that's my feeling right there. Like, damn, already? Like. Like we we here now. This is where we're at right now. Like, like you, because usually it's been boom, something happens. We gotta wait another week for SmackDown, because they ain't gonna do that shit on Raw. They gonna make you wait because it's SmackDown and it, it's that's Roman show. It's gonna be on SmackDown, so I'm like, oh, we gotta wait until next Friday to see what's gonna happen. Nope. God damn it. Roman and Solo are going to fight. They're they going to fight their brother and cousin. They're going to fight their people. Paul going to stand there and look like Penguin and hold them mm-hmm. up. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Is this? Like I said, I just, like you said, it was like, damn, already? Jay wasn't taking the belt as a member of the group. You're 5 million percent correct. I wanted it to get to the point where Jay started noticing himself he was the man. Right. That's I, that's where I wanted it to get to that point where Jay finally was like, you know what, Oos? I'm doing the work. You go out there this week and do it. Are you talking to the tribal chief? We'll see who the tribal chief. Like, I wanted some sassiness. Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think they can still <laughs> because do that. Because I like, like Matt said, wrestling is a soap opera, and this was a, a good soap opera right here. I wanted some sassiness out of I Jay. Feel, <laughs> I feel like, if anything, like the 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 biggest winners out of this whole storyline have been the Usos. Because going into this, they did not have separate personas. They were Jimmy and Jay Uso, the Usos. There was nothing about them. They were just Uso number one and Uso number two. Even though it was down since day one-ish and all that, that was just it. Right Now, since they've joined the bloodline and everything, and with Jimmy being injured during that time, we had the right-hand man, Jay Uso. Main, ev- main event, Jay. Main event, Jay Uso. That, guy, now, that man won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal as a result. Mm-hmm. Like the, that solidified him. He has a he has a singles name. Before he was just Jay Uso. Now he he the right hand man and he the main event. Okay, boom. Then Jimmy shows up and he told us he man said I'm nobody's bitch. Hey, he's nobody's bitch. That's Jimmy Uso. So if anything, 
they have they did a reverse new dad. They were from being a tag team. They can be singles competitors now. They've extended their career. Mm-hmm. They can be legit U.S. intercontinental nah, champions I'm, now because nah, of I'm, all I'm, this. I'm going to take you one step. No, nah, they're not. Then what they did was they they pulled the Briscoes. <laughs> They pulled the Briscoes for the longest. People knew them as just the Briscoes, but then what you call it? Jay had nine hundred seventy-five thousand million runs with the ROH World Title, and Mark had like two or three themselves. Each of them boys had their own. So you're right. They pulling them. They pulling the Briscoe right now. <laughs> so like, uh-huh. if anything, it help. It's gonna help them out. I'm just shocked that I wasn't like. I was not expecting Roman to be wrestling on Money in the Bank, even though it's like, if he is, it's like, oh, he probably get some BS title defense. No, okay. no, no, we got to, we got to, whoa. Now, my only gripe is, and I get why they're having to match the Money in the Bank, but for this to be the marquee storyline of all of wrestling, I would have had that shit on SummerSlam. No, this is a WrestleMania yeah, I would have had this. This is a this is a mania moment. I would have had one this of the few times. I'm sorry, you. I was to, at least. Nah, I was gonna, gonna say, say I would have had no, Nah, this is a storyline where it's one of the few times that this storyline and the breakup was so big you could have had your champion not defend at WrestleMania and still headline. I feel like Jay beating Roman would be the the, the mania. That'd be the end of the storyline officially. If that's listen, that's what I wanted, but I wanted the sassiness to come along with that. But if you already bringing a civil war right now, like if you speeding this up, come on, this this is a this is a mania thing. I feel like we're gonna get the civil war. This I'm looking at this as if it is, yeah, because it was basically gonna be it was the first it, it was gonna be his first words after getting his ass beat the night before. Right. So that's why they were hyping it up, like, "Yo, look at what we did to Rey Mysterio after he got his ass beat after he got his ass beat by his cousin." <laughs> I like when Jay poured his heart out and yeet, yeet him in the face, point. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like at this point, whatever happens at Money in the Bank is going to happen, and then it's going to be another cool down period, and whoever wins is going to be around, and then Roman's going to pop back up because that's when out of nowhere they probably have something saying, "Oh, Roman needs a he got a, he got a new challenger, somebody trying to challenge him, so he's mm-hmm. going to deal with them." And be like, they gonna be talking shit like, oh, you got your ass beat by your cousin. He's like, man, fuck them. I'm gonna beat your ass though. And at SummerSlam in Detroit, I'm gonna beat your ass. Where was Roman's next opponent? If it ain't, yeah, where was Roman's next opponent who ain't who ain't a Uso is getting their ass. Like he gonna destroy somebody. Solo, (laughs) but it's probably gonna happen. You're probably gonna have Solo fighting one of them, one of his brothers. He gonna it's probably gonna be some type of match at SummerSlam 
dealt brother versus brother. That'll be the, the, the main storyline while Roman is defending his title. There you go. Booby. Booby bye. <laughs> Good old Booby. Good old Bobby. Ding, 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 Bobby. ding, Bobby. Ding. So, 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 Doc, when we, we can get back on the field? On the field? Bobby. Bobby. God dang it, Bobby. Versus Roman. Boom. There's your match, and Solo is fighting one of his brothers. Speaking of speaking of Booby Miles, why did I see the clip the other day when he came back from uh, from his X-ray? He started breaking down the right. car. <laughs> he all his his, his uh, granddaddy all hold his head, taking the cap off. <laughs> And that's all that, yeah, that's that's all that goddamn movie. actor ever do. All that actor ever does is cry. Every damn movie he in, he cries. Oh, dude, without ball, you about to suck and, and ass. To point, about to do. And to Matt's point about the Marvel movies, that could be another Marvel movie. That could be a Maybe. filler movie. Uh, uh, Solo versus either Jimmy or Jay. That can be the filler. Because like, you know that's gonna be the end Marvel movie. Exactly. <laughs> with every huge Marvel movie, they always follow it up with a filler movie. They could have set you up for another huge ass Marvel movie. Yep. That can be it. <laughs> Solo versus probably Jimmy. Or it could be Jay. I don't know. Right. But Solo versus She wanna see. <laughs> see Solo versus Rhea. I got money on Rhea. <laughs> it is something else that happened on SmackDown. We're getting more and more closer to Bianca getting ready to snap. She interrupted. She came Lord, out there with Grace Waller effect. Lord, see Bianca. Yes. Good Gugamucka. She is getting more she getting more and more fed up. We got mm -hmm. Oscar versus Charlotte. I would. That's going to be on the Go Home show the night before Money in the Bank in London. So I can't wait for that. But here's my thing, though. All the points we can get. <laughs> Bianca got every got every reason to be mad. How she come in and skip the line, bro? Yeah, that's why she's mad. I'm, I'm I'm with Bianca. Think about it. Let's think about it. You online at Costco, BJ's, been waiting on that long ass line, and somebody just gonna come and skip, and and the cashier just gonna take them. Oh nah, 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 chill, bro. Nah, nah. We got we got words. Get off my line. And I don't blame Bianca. Like Bianca hit the best part of that promo was Bianca saying, "I didn't have to lose the title thirteen times to be considered great. I held the title for over a damn year." Booyah. Hold Mike that. Drop. Hold that. Because at the end of the day, yes, you're a 13-time world champion, but also you're a 13-time loser. First of all, you got somebody somebody a three time, she's like a three, four-time champion. First <laughs> of all, 
somebody would let, let, see another Mose in our goddamn uh, in our goddamn episode last week because we had the same conversation. What would you rather have? Multiple title reigns or a couple long ass title reigns? Right. And what do you know? Like y'all just said, Bianca made that same point Friday. I'm like, oh, somebody, they had a mo in our damn podcast again. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Reggie, that man forever gets a shout out. Yes. Because he, because he has Bianca and because, as we all know, Kenneths are great people. <laughs> Mr. Kenneth Ford is a is an awesome human being. And I know just by his first name that he's a great man. <laughs> all right. And then we, we also got we got EO and Bailey. We got damage control basically getting ready to implode. Uh we got Bailey. EO put up Bailey's money in the bank spot. This is gonna happen this Friday against Shotzi. We'll see if it happens. We also had Zelina Vega beat EO. Which is ridiculous. They're all in the money in the bank, so they got to have everybody look like. Oh, damn, Reggie. I ain't going to post that one. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Wait till next week, Reggie. I'll post that one. No, no, no. What he said? I I, got a feeling probably what he said. <laughs> you damn right, booty baddie. No, I saw no, 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 no. You damn right. No, no. In the no, words of Oh, I said Reggie. I'm sorry. I, I was looking at Reggie, but I meant booty baddie. You're right. I'm not booty I'm not baddie, posting that. You one. damn right. No, no. <laughs> you ain't getting Reggie said, now. Reggie said, what I do? Reggie <laughs> said, what I'm laughing. That's what me. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie, hit, Reggie hit me with a 50 cent. I woke up and was like, why Floyd say fuck 54? What I do? <laughs> My bad, Reggie. And then last but not least, we had Yes Boys win the gauntlet to become the new number one contenders for yes, the championship. They will be yes, fighting Sammy and KO. Also, at the go home show the night before money in the bank so yes boy uh, that should be yo listen, interesting folks folks out there in podcast land if you didn't know me and matt been fans of pretty deadly since they came on our screens on nxt all right me and I, matt have... i didn't watch them all like that in nxt uk but as soon as they showed up in nxt I knew instantly what they were supposed to be. If you, people be like, I don't get pretty deadly. It is simple. They are straight up a 80s of a prissy tat. They are pretty boys that ain't trying to fight, but guess what? They can whoop your ass. That's right. why they pretty deadly. Because they're so damn pretty. They're so damn pretty. So damn, so damn deadly. It's straight up 80s. Yes, boy. They just uh, yes, boy. They are tri- remember Triple H's bullshit ass gimmick. He was basically uh, yeah. those guys are the for, for Reggie for, for Reggie. So I way you can catch on. Those guys are the new versions of Rick the Model Martel. Like I uh, love Pretty Deadly. 
Like they are. <laughs> they are Damn right, Margo. Damn right, sassy bitches. <laughs> I need them, and I need them to um, bring back the fashion police because they would be perfect for that shit. Like I mentioned like, in the group chat with Rico back in the early two thousands, they would they would have been so over. They would be even more oh, over. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, boy. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was pretty much everything for SmackDown. <laughs> um, we could do predictions next, and we could talk about Raw. It don't matter. Let's do these predictions before these every, predictions. before we got too. I know Mongo. That's why Mongo up because he probably got the Excel sheet already up. Thank you, Reggie. I knew you would catch on. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do, ladies and gentlemen. It, oh, sucky, sucky! Look who's gonna do the screen for us. Go ahead, Mongo. That's why grace I knew us. he was here. That's why I knew he was here. Mongo, That's grace what? us with that spreadsheet that you have, brother, so I can read Mongo, the order that you have. Mongo is the Turk to my JD for all you Scrubs fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be predicting Forbidden Door 2023. For those of you who don't know and who have been under a rock, Forbidden Door is the cross-brand matchups between AEW and who they want to be, New Japan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's be realistic. This whole pay-per-view is about... AEW producers and Tony Khan picking the brains of New Japan people to see how they run shit over there so they can bring you, it back over here. Until it he gets to the women's matches and then they're like, ah, oh, we don't know. You know what makes that comment even more funny? I mm -hmm. thought the exact same thing when I saw <laughs> when I saw Matt <laughs> post the uh, itinerary. I was like, they, 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 they really want to be uh, New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they really want to be New Japan. They damn sure do. They want to be in New Japan. All I've right, said they've had identity crisis. <laughs> they, 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 they damn sure do. Tito had to hop <laughs> off real quick, so we're gonna. Um, he had something he had to do with his little one. So Tito, oh, you get a, you get a, you get a break this time. You can put your um results in the in our chat later right. today, but it has to be today, Tito. All right, you get a you get a you get a pass for right this second. All right, so first matchup is going to be Athena versus Billy Stocks. Anybody not uh, going Athena? All right. <laughs> next, <laughs> next question. <laughs> next boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> next boy. Next boy. Anyone not going with Adam Cole? It's Adam yeah, Cole versus Filthy Tom Adam Cole. Cole, baby. Baby. Yep, yep. Oh, All right. Now here's where shit finally gets real. <laughs> Our next matchup is Les is. That is such a cool Our ass name. Yeah, CM Punk is definitely beating Kojima. Yeah, unfortunately. But it, maybe he'll get a concussion in the process like mine. <laughs> he's going rip his butt off. All right. <laughs> All right. We have <laughs> Le Suzuki Gods, which is the Ocho 
Chris Jericho, Sammy, Pedro Guevara, and my boy, the most deadliest man in Japan, Minoru Suzuki. He always is goofy ass people. Right. <laughs> Versus Sting, Darby Allen, and a person to be announced, and that person will be announced this Saturday. Oh hell. Collision. Ass. And that is also a tiebreaker as Mongo is circling Dang. around. God damn it, Mongo. All right. Oh, so you know what? We'll do a two for one right here. We're going to find. Tell me who's going to win and who's that third person. That's what we're going to do for this particular question. That way, Mongo, I can kill two <laughs> birds with one stone for you. What you laughing for, fucker? I got to go first. I got to think. <laughs> All right, shit. I'm going uh, Sting, Darby Allen, and to be announced, and that to be announced is going to be fuck. Um, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That to be announced is going to be. Take your time, brother. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Meryl. Matt. I hate this match so much. So much. Oh, fucking much. So much. Um, Sam Bam, if you are Sam Bam, if you are still on, what this is is our predictions. You have a chance to be our viewers' predictions champion. While we're predicting, while we're saying these matchups, you give us who you think is going to win, and Margo will make a column, and you will be going up against Reggie and Big Bad Booty Batty. So if you are still on, please put your responses to who you think will win these matches in the comments. Now, Matthew. All right. <laughs> Who do I think will win? <laughs> yeah. Darby and to be announced. And who will be to be announced? Uh-huh. Naito. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a real good one. I didn't think about it because there's no Japanese, there's no people from New Japan in that match. Yeah, it's there's um Suzuki. But he would need right, but he would need somebody that that's a good one. Fucker. (laughs) Fucker. Maddie Reigns. Maddie three belts needs to return. I gotta take Mongo's title from him. Fucker, that's a good one. And Mike. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Welcome to my world. 
Or they could always fuck around and bring in someone else. I'm not going to say they did. Uh. <laughs> Darby going to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a given. He wants to die, though. Suzuki going to kill it. You know what? I'll go out on them. Uh, give me uh, give me Suzuki and them. Hmm. They're Suzuki guys and mm. oh, Reggie. I like that. I like that, Reggie. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me, yeah. Jeff Cobb, yeah. Yeah. I see you taking Jeff Cobb. Yeah, I like Reggie, brother. I like that. That's, that's good, Reggie. Real good. I want to change my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. No, 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 no. I don't want NATO. I want the murder hawk. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, had to go grab me another beer. Yeah, that one made you think, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, let me take me another puff. Mm. Yeah. You see what that beer says? Mongo, wow, whoa, folks. Mongo said, I knew it. It was it. I wasn't gonna pick Goldberg because I don't think he's gonna come. Paul, wow. Hey yo, yay hey, yo. Supposedly Goldberg is in negotiations with Tony Khan. He said something. Yeah. Somebody asked him about Goldberg earlier today, and he said they have been having negotiations. Goldberg is trying to have one last run. He ain't according to Goldberg, <sighs> he didn't. According to Goldberg, he didn't get his farewell tour that he that he deserves. He trying what to get that farewell. He thinks this is a this is our fault. This is our fault because we had him beat Brock Lesnar. He this had two title wins. in two minutes. We had him beat Brock Lesnar in two he minutes. He thinks he deserves this one last title run. He thinks that I think what was his last match against Drew or Roman or whoever beat us? Somebody beat his ass. Roman. He lost. He feels he needs a retirement tour. He thinks he needs to be like Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, not in WWE, he don't. But if he feel, go ahead and go do it, because someone brought it up on one of the podcasts I listened to. What better station to do it on? Go have your retirement tour on TNT, TBS, the channel that made you famous. Go right ahead. Like, it does make sense. TBS made his ass famous. Like you on the you <clears throat> on TBS, TNT. Go ahead. I, we don't care because. At this point, you're only—he's only, only going to be a shell. It's only going to be basically an animation. This is going to be some bullshit. It's not going to be the actual Goldberg anymore. It does you know make absolutely. You know he sucks. Oh boy! But here's the thing: if he goes to AEW, he's really going to get exposed. Oh, he ain't going <laughs> to wrestle often. He ain't going to wrestle. He's like, really going to get exposed because, like, yeah. 
All right, next match, we have Blackpool Combat Club. Take a shitter. My man, take a shitter. (laughs) 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 Oh, and Shoto Umino versus the Elite. Now, the Elite will consist of Hangman and the Young Bucks with Kenny Kingston. (laughs) Kenny Kingston and... My man Ishii. I am going with. Oh, I got. I go first, brother. I, I know. That's why I stopped. <laughs> I'm going with the elite. Yep. Also, <laughs> the I am not stupid. I got lucky and won the title. Going with the other folks. Mike, you going to leak? Uh, yeah, I ain't picking a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Well, oh, wow. Hey, yo. You know, it ain't a hey, yo because you're a female. It's just, yeah. damn, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. I'm just out like, I ain't even see nothing. <laughs> She's taking the, the Blackpool combat. I saw what you said. I saw what she said. Oh, nasty, McNasty. What what my kid said? That's what she need to do. What there? Sit, sit your, <laughs> sit ass, your down. ass down. <laughs> and you can't read shit. Oh, Mago was going on Blackpool. Uh. Hmm. Now nah, I think they I think um, they'll give Mongo a win. I think they'll give uh Eddie a win because he uh just had that big ass hernia surgery and shit. Hey Mongo, so. um I'm gonna go Sting and Darby and whoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, whoever you pick, Jeff Cobb, yeah. All right, so basically none of these almost count. <laughs> the tiebreaker will matter for that match for that tag match. Mm-hmm. All right, next matchup. Yeah, yeah, it is. The next That's matchup. Right. Oh, you need to drink water. Next matchup is for. For the AEW International title, we have hey. my man, Break Your Bones, Zack Sabre Jr. Versus Ashibata. Versus Daniel Garcia. Versus Orange Mother Cassidy. Um, Give me give me Sabre Jr. Mm, you mother, mother, mother. That's who I was gonna think of taking also. God damn it. I'm going to take Orange Cassidy. <clears throat> Ew. Ew. Um, yeah, uh, 
One one moment. Orange ain't failed, ain't ain't lost all this time. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me orange. And who is Mongo Golding? But something tells me to go Garcia. I don't know. Mongo is going. OC. <laughs> Reggie's going um Saber. And the reason I'll tell you why. The reason why I'm going um Zach Saber Jr. is because Daniel Garcia has made it known he wants the pure title back from Shibata. So we know that's a few that's gonna happen. Right. OC can afford to lose it to Saber Jr. and few with Saber Jr. to get it back for like two months or so. And that title and it doesn't need to be on just title. one. It's called the international title it, for a exactly. fucking reason. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Had it, they can have that shit in New Japan. You know what I mean? So, I mean, is is he done? Is 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 like him? Is Swerve like just done now? With that story, or is Swerve gonna pop back up again? I don't know. See, that's the part I'm worried about. What you call it? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who said I was taking Tony Storm over my juicy goddess Willow Nightingale? I am, I am taking Tony Storm. I am taking Tony Storm. I am taking Tony Storm. But how dare you just decide that? Mongo, put my answer back to Tony Storm. Thank you very much. <laughs> but how dare you just decide I'm just going to automatically choose Tony Storm over a, over that juicy goddess of a woman. But yeah, I am. I was lying when they said Bullet Club got a whole bunch of white people in it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It damn yeah. sure do. Yeah. <laughs> it damn sure do. They put they they put that social boy video of the, the crack. <laughs> That's what they put up there. Who's in, in bowling club now? The crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Next matchup. People are. Next matchup. Oh boy. This is. Uh... Yikes. Oh, I know who I'm picking. Oh, hold on. Mongo said, let's do the tiebreaker. Who eats the pin in the AEW international match? Orange Cassidy for me. Garcia. Yeah, Garcia. I'm surprised Booty Buddy ain't say something nasty about somebody being pinned. Garcia. <laughs> She's taking Garcia. Margo says Shibata takes the pin. Ooh, that's not going to be good. All right. Next matchup is the headache matchup. 
Oh boy. Brian I mean, Danielson. is gonna be a good ass match. Right. Brian Danson versus Katsuya Okada. Good grief, this matchup. Okada. I am also going Okada. Yep. <laughs> Nobody got faith in my man. Uh, DB, huh? Nope. <laughs> I think he's going to die in a good losing effort. Yeah, he's gonna die. I think he's gonna die. That rainmaker is gonna decapitate. <laughs> it re- it really is his dream. He gonna yeah. just before he dies, he gonna yell out Bree mode. <laughs> he's gonna be like, "Ooh, dang! Ooh!" Where'd you okay. say Fuck that Okada? <laughs> Where'd you say? Give me, the, give me the Okadas. Oh shit. Uh Will Ospreay versus right. Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Good grief. Oh my god. Um Omega retains. I will go Will Ospreay. Damn right. Going Ooh. with United Empire. Mm. At some point, I gotta. Yeah, give me, give me Omega. I picked Omega. You son of a bitch. I, I know, fucker. That- Why are you gonna tie me? We want to get the belt off of Mongo. Change a pick. You tend to pick, goddammit. I pick first. So? I'm older. So? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, yo, Reggie. (laughs) Reggie's going with the offspring. Booty Batty, who you going with? Oh, they both going with Osprey. Good Lord. Give me Willie. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right. Here comes. Here I come. Ha! No bet. <laughs> the one will have. <laughs> The IWGP World Title, Jungle Boy with Hook versus Sonata. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Sonata. Uh, if if Mongo, if you don't know I'm going Sonata, then we ain't friends. I'm going Sonata because <laughs> Jungle Boy definitely not winning. No, nope. IWGP don't want no damn champion. So no Jungle Boy. So I, I knew Margo never liked me. <laughs> How long is the longest card on the match? Oh, don't do that. Mike, who you going, Sonata or uh, Jungle? 
Uh, I ain't no damn fool. Give me some water. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. two matches make a difference. Right. Uh, one, two. Three, mm-hmm. four, four matches out of fifteen fucking matches. No, thirteen. Hmm. What do I want to change? Hmm. We know Reggie going Sonata. Right? Uh, hmm. What is the? How long is the longest match? Fuck. Twenty-four minutes. Matt said 24 minutes, Mongo. I'm going with... Thirty-five. And that's either going to be Okada and and Danielson, or it's going to be... What you call it? Osprey and Omega, right? Yeah. It's one of the two matches, and I hope it. I hope neither. I hope this ain't the real way that the match goes, like the lineup goes for real, because you can't have Danielson and Okada and, and Omega and Osprey follow each other. Those can't be two back to back matches. I think one of those got to go earlier. I think it's got. It, Okada and Danielson is probably going to main event because that's just right. That's just that's just match. Right. Just about to say that, Matt. Either that or yeah. or Osprey and Omega's main event. Right. But you can't have those back to back because those are the two. Like one of them has to go on way earlier than the other because the crowd is going to be dead. Exactly. If they one go back to back, they're gonna put the AEW women's title match in between one. They're gonna be that that thing to before the main event. Watch, unfortunately. Mike, what's your what's your answer? How many minutes, bro? Bro, ham. The I'm gonna go 38 minutes, and that will be Danielson and Okada. That should be the main event. Gregory, what is your choice? And no, Mongo, you can't put two minutes. We all know that's how long you you know you have sex uh, for, but you got to be longer than that. <laughs> Barely smaller. I mean, at least uh, it ain't coming out on the same. No, it ain't. No, no, Mongo. You bet. Oh, I, I knew it. I was going to say 45 around. They better not have no 45 minute match on this 13 match ass card. <laughs> my man, my mix Sonata is on television right now. If you People still got go Listen, yeah, that's another thing. AEW ain't gonna last too much longer with these Sunday pay per views. Your Monday be right there, man. People gotta work. 
Hey, y'all better start them shits at 605 or start them shits at 7. Mm. Oh, okay. Still. That means it's ending at 11.45. 10 matches is still a lot, yo. See, we don't got spoiled. No, hell no. We ain't got act, we ain't got us acclimated today format so quickly. It's like, yep, y'all ain't used to no three, four hour extravaganzas no more. Mm-mm. Y'all want y'all shows to be done at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So three matches make a goddamn difference. Unfortunately, three matches well, make a goddamn difference. Oh, oh, tiebreakers better not do it. I mean, that's what happens when you have a show like this. Right. <laughs> if certain matches are just predictable, like Athena and Billy right. Starks. We know Athena gonna beat that ass. We know Adam Cole is just coming back. He gonna win. All right, Later, Michael. Michael. Later, brother. So, after that, pretty much uh, Raw recap. We had Trish Stratus qualify for the money in the bank. So we're going to have the whole Becky, Zoe Stark, Trish Stratus feud, all in money in the bank. So we know ain't none of them winning. <laughs> hey. <What'd he> do? <laughs> uh, we had Ciampa, Tommaso Ciampa come back. Yeah. Crazy neck surgery. Yeah, the crazy squirrel is back. Came back no and beat beat Maddie Miz up. Whip that ass. <laughs> Whip that. And we ass. had hyped up leading into the into that uh this past Monday. Logan Paul was hyped up to be making his long anticipated return, and upon his return, he told us that he has now been added to. Indeed. The money in the bank. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. He's perfect for the match. He likes to right. jump off stuff. Right. Plain and simple. He likes jumping off stuff. And I like that they they did something that we haven't seen in a long time where each person that is involved so far in the match has come down to, you know, say something and really kind of get the crowd hyped. You know, the mm-hmm. last time we had a good one was when when everybody was sitting on top of the, the ladders with Chris Jericho yeah. and all of them. Like, that's the last time that we had something good. So, you figure Logan Paul came out. He ran his mouth. Rico, Ricochet came out and was like, yo, let's be realistic. You're being talked about because of something that I did to you. Right. Then we had everybody else come out. But the main star of that was my man Peter Dune. <laughs> Pete Dune. Butch. Butch came down that aisle, that ramp, put his mouthpiece in. Logan Paul said, What you got something to say? My man Butch got in that ring, didn't say not one word. Blasted Rogan Paul <laughs> in the mouth, yo. 
I always fucked with Pete Dunne. That was my dude. But after my that, boy. but after that, I, I just I'm like, oh yeah, Butch is my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Butch is my spirit animal, bro. Yo, your man just came down and rocked Logan Paul. Like, mm, shut up. No words. I, brother, brother. But, you know, honestly, it makes sense for Logan Paul to kind of win. Right. Because he has a still of a story to finish with Seth. Yeah, that could be where they end up going. Um, we had we had Bronson Reed versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Bronson we went Bronson Reed ended up going over. Uh, mm-hmm. No shocker right there. Oh, Finn um, Seth. Finn Seth beat the monkey shit. Finn beat the monkey shit out of Seth. Finn, no, mm-hmm. he stomped his ass out. He literally stomped his ass out. He stomped him out on Monday. Beat that boy's ass. (laughs) Yo, my man Finn ran off the steps. Ha! (laughs) That's crazy ass. Yeah. That's the guy I've been waiting to see from eight years ago. What you going? Yo, remember Don't Be a Menace? When they jumped my man and he and um what you call it yeah. hopped over dude's shoulder. Yo, that's yeah. how Finn looked coming up the steps on He was like, ah I don't know where this thugness and came out from Finn, but I love it. It's it's because your man been wearing J's. Yo, once you mm-hmm. throw in a pair of Jordans, bro, your whole mood gotta change, bro. You know now that he air Finn. Your man been rocking the purple and black J's, he been rocking the the the, the Damn purple bandana. <laughs> he done got he done got the mystical leather jeans. He rocking nose. That's the new demon. <laughs> he don't need no face paint. He just got on some J's. Nah. <laughs> Finn Finn gotta keep going with this. Finn, Finn gotta keep going. Finn, Finn is there. Finn, Finn gonna have he gonna be world heavyweight champion. Because I I was thinking about this earlier. I said, what wrestler, what story do you know outside of like the story out of like the bloodline or anything like that that you know of has been continuously told? Finn losing that title and him making sure that he's like, hey, I only had this title for a day. I'll be dead. I'm getting this shit back. I right. want my my I run it back. I want my, I want my, I want my chance, cause y'all fucked me over. I got fucked the last time. I got screwed over. That's all he reminds us. That's literally all he ever reminds us that he got screwed over out of that title. This title mm-hmm. just got created. He like, hey, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a title shot because I got screwed out of that last. And time. because look who won it. Look who won it. He's like, hey, Seth, it's like no matter who it is. He's like, yep, I got screwed out of it versus Roman. I want a proper shot. He got screwed out of that. Seth ends up winning the championship. Yo, Seth, remember the last time we fought each other? Yeah, we gonna need to run that back. I need that title <laughs> shot again, brother. Remember what happened. Like, no matter what happens, they could create another title. Finn is gonna pop up like, hey. 
I was the former Universal Champion. I never got a proper shot at it after I lost. Let me get a title shot from you. Finn has going to use that no matter what now. <laughs> He's right. gonna beat whoever right. it is. This is worse than it's Seth. Man, Seth Finn's is just been a man. I like this. Ben been <laughs> looking to dislocate Seth's shoulder for seven years. <laughs> no, Seth's bro. crazy ass. Yes, this is the guy I've been wanting to see. No, looking up. Seth and had that no, been coming for seven years. <laughs> right. Ever since Ben, no, uh, no, ever since Seth hit him with that buckle bomb. On the barricade, <laughs> man. Seth, broke his shoulder all the hell up. Broke his shoulder. Broke the. Broke the. <laughs> Finn, every time he sees Seth, he just see red. Right. So yeah, Seth. That's been a a, a, a ass whooping broom for years, and Seth finally. Yeah. Got then after that, oh, we had Rev. Rev. Beating Natty's ass again, but again, Kenny was alluding to. Then we had Seth Rollins return home to NXT to defend the NXT title versus Braun Breaker. And if y'all missed this match, if y'all didn't see this match, y'all missed a good ass match. Braun Breaker is beyond ready for the main roster. He is beyond ready. This was just basically like. His final exam. This was his final exam. He basically needs to be just, he just, he needs to graduate. He needs to be on Raw. He showed up on Raw basically talking shit that he was going to beat Seth Rollins' ass. Yeah, he beat Seth's ass. Seth won. But after Seth won, guess who popped up after Seth won? Finn! Finn beat his ass some more! <laughs> Finn, shut up and beat that ass some more! Yo. Finn said, like, yeah, you might be home, but guess what? I'm home too, bitch! <laughs> he said, uh, oh, you thought it was over? Ha! No lie! <laughs> I, I was down in NXT longer than you! Finn is like... Finn is like, yo, I've been down... Finn is like, yo, I've been down here in NXT longer than you have, bro, bro. Trips kept me down here for damn near twelve years because he didn't want to let me go. At this point, pulled up. I was I was shocked when he did it because I was like, "Yo, who is jumping him?" I was like, "Oh shit, that's Finn." At this, point, like, at this point, Finn is Seth's shadow. <laughs> Wherever Seth goes, Finn is going. If it Seth is going to the grocery store, best believe Finn is right in the next aisle. We had. <laughs> Yeah, Tyler Bate gets screwed by Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. Oh, no, that was coming. No, that was coming. Right. Him and Wesley were both down. The match came down. They were both. Wesley was out of the ring. Tyler Tyler Bate was in the ring. Ali is the special guest ref. He's supposed to be counting. He decides to go out the ring to Wesley. Slaps him. It says, come on, this is a title match. Get in the ring. Come on, fight. Goes back in the ring. Goes to Tyler Bate. Come on. Come on, fight. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Well, Bate was the last person he went to. Bate was still trying to stumble to get up, which sets him up for Wesley to come in, hit that damn kick. One, two, three. Game over. Game over. Mm -mm. Fuckery. 
That's classic fuckery right there. Ali is said, uh, yeah, we had a great fight. Yeah, that's good job, y'all. So you know what's gonna happen. Now we're gonna have a triple threat, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That was yeah. I don't think of anything else that possibly we had Seth meet Mello. That was that was that was cool. Now, the funny part, the funny part yeah. going back to Monday was Damien hitting us with the yo, keep my man's name out your mouth. Oh that had me dying. I was like, nah, Damien, you gotta chill with that. And also we had Gable Stevenson is back in NXT because if y'all didn't hear. Guess what's coming back? NXT Raw Underground. Raw Underground is coming back with my man. We almost was the man at the front door trying to get people in. When Bobby Lashley came in and whipped the entire gym's ass that <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, Matt was watching that like, "Well, damn, Bobby, let him live." <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, Raw Underground was yeah. Sweaty ass Shane. Wait, is sweaty ass Shane gonna be the host again? No, is they just said that they're gonna have Damon Kemp challenged Eddie Thorpe to an NXT Underground match. Eddie Thorpe said, Yeah, but yeah, I'm down. Now, if y'all know who Eddie Thorpe is, he's like the 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 Native American DJ. Other bullshit. I don't like his gimmick. His gimmick is stupid. He can wrestle though. He's fighting Damon Kemp. If y'all didn't know, Damon Kemp is the real life brother of Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. So when so Eddie Thorpe agrees to the match, a few minutes like they they have a match, and then the next segment, Eddie Thorpe is sitting there just minding his business, and out of nowhere, it's true. Here comes the pain, SmackDown story mode, set like fashion. Gable Stevenson just shows up and was like, yo, hey, you're going into a Raw Underground match. I can show you all the basics. I can show you how to Because <laughs> I, he's like, with the trainer mode? Hit him with the trainer mode? It was like, nigga, where you been? Right. That's what I was saying. Yo, I thought you was gone. Like, from last I heard, didn't nobody like your ass. It, 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 they was like, you wasn't progressing enough. In training mode, was like, hey, I can show you how to fight Raw Underground. Who better to show you? He's like, I know Damon Kemp better than anybody. He's my bro. First of all, I'm, that that's what I'm still tripping off. And this is the weed talking. Because it's so obvious that those two are brothers because they're doppelgangers of one another. <laughs> like, I never knew they were real life brothers. And then come to find out, he also, right after this, he did that NXT thing. He also announced that he recently he plans to go back to Minnesota to wrestle. What? Oh, yeah, he. What the he's still trying to wrestle. He's still gonna try and be an Olympic athlete. He's still gonna try. He gonna do this BS with whatever he doing in WWE. But yeah, I, see, Mike didn't hey, even know You know what? His, his, his bullshit. I give him credit because your man is trying to get the bag from every angle. Right. Right. Can't get mad at that. I ain't mad at him getting the bag from every angle. What I am mad at as a professional wrestling fan, nigga, you ain't been to work. That's as far as I'm concerned. 
He said he's working on using his final year of eligibility. What? Yeah, okay. Uh. Motherfucker, you 35. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass in the WWE ring. And you eligible to get your ass um stomped. He started at Minnesota in 2018. <laughs> But has one year of collegiate eligibility remaining due to the COVID policy. Yeah, I was about to say he ain't slick. He because that COVID rule is still out there, and fuckers like him is still taking advantage of it. This is a dude right. that just transferred from Ohio State. He started at Harvard, went to Ohio State. When he started at Harvard, Jason Tatum was in his. Him and Jason Tatum were in the same class. Jason right. Tatum is in the Celtics. Been on the Celtics. This dude is transferred wow. to Hampton. He left Ohio State and went to Hampton. Like, bro, so you he got, to... he got he got had like a PhD by now. I'm about to say he is a 30 year old, a 25 year old freshman. <laughs> a true a red shirt freshman. <laughs> red shirt times five. <laughs> they just be like graduate. Exactly. <laughs> that that shirt is maroon. <laughs> it's rotten. That shirt is rotten. Right. Rotten that shirt. shirt Doo doo brown. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, yeah, that at, at that point, you just look at somebody. Just give it up, okay? Right. Give it up. <laughs> give yeah. give it up. Do something else. <laughs> all in all, that is pretty much been the wrestling week. That's been the wrestling week. We gave you you heard us talking about uh forbidden doors or everything that happened. That was pretty much everything. Whatever happened on Dynamite, it don't matter because it right. ain't leading into anything. It really everything that happened on that's the thing. Their their go home show was pretty damn good. The Dynamite Go Home show was pretty damn good. Um, nothing. Oh, we got to find out about the Blind Eliminator. Oh, yeah. The Blind Eliminator. Our first tag team in the Blind Eliminator is MJF and Adam Cole. They, they. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't like the way I mean I understand what they're doing, but I don't necessarily agree with it that they're just hot shotting Adam Cole into just being Superman now because he's miraculously he, recovered. His and brain he, he no longer got a he no longer got the scramble eggs. Basically. It is like oh now y'all want to make Adam Cole versus MJF. <laughs> like, come on now. I don't want to see this. I I'm not gonna MJF has no credible opponents at this point. Sadly, it that's unfortunately it. That's kind of how we all is that how y'all feel? You don't have nobody that's real credibly you could look at and be like, Oh, they can beat MJF. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Right at this point, it's like, yo, we know he's gonna win. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's gonna cheat. Oh, some fuckery gonna happen. Hey, you're not gonna he's not gonna. I don't care. He's gonna win. I don't care. He's gonna win. But MJF. Is what's sad is <clears throat> how they did the announcement for this. Yeah, 
Because that first whole week they did the prep. Oh, we're going to have a big announcement about the Blind Eliminator. You can find out the teams, this and this and that. And then it was Tony Schiavone. Picked two names. Didn't say anything. And said, you'll find out who these are next week. And we released the whole bracket. Adam Cole and MJF had their little segment. Tony Schiavone stops them in the middle of it and goes, I just had to do it. I couldn't hold it anymore. Adam Cole, your tag team partner in the Blind Eliminator? MJF. Oh my God, that is so cool. That's yeah, that, that was that was horrible. That's that horrible. that's straight up eighties. That's straight up eighties. They didn't even need to do all that. That ain't something you stretch. There was no point. If you're gonna do that, there's no point in having it. Like, and it's and during that time, during that time of him saying that he's gonna um, be his partner. That's how Adam Cole got MJF to agree to the match with Tanahashi. He said, unless you're a coward, my partner can't be a coward. Fine, I'll take the match. That's mm-hmm. that's that's how he got sucked. And that's how the they booked his match for Forbidden Door. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's garbage. I found it hilarious. I write something better than that, bro. I found it hilarious when Tanahashi did that whole big MJF, I want to battle you and everything. And your man MJF just came out of his match and was like, I saw it. And, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, I I like that. That was a good heel move. That was a good heel move. Yeah, was a good heel better than that. Because you can write, you, anybody can come up with something better than that. Right. But, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've definitely been electrifying for the day. Oh, yes. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. <laughs> Don't forget, folks, to follow us at Facebook.com slash Under the Ring Pod and Twitch.tv slash Under the Ring. Don't forget, we air every Thursday roughly around 8.45-ish. On... So if you follow the page, then you'll be able to find out exactly when we're starting. All right, so I don't want to hear nothing. And don't forget, folks, you can always follow us at our link tree slash under the ring pod where you have our boy, the man behind the boards, the man who writes about all of our favorite wrestling shows, Mr. Greg Bush SK. You got me, the man who likes to just talk crap about everything and take some cool pictures of wrestling, Rock Ribs. You got the man who talks about everything going on in the community from the parking meters not being right to why these cops is beating on the wrong people. We got Mr. Fresh Bib, Mike Jones, the man with the bear in his hand and the biggest Laker fan you'll ever meet. Not a stand, the right answer. Of course, the MTA operator, street team captain, Boreal Maliente, and local correspondent, Justin D. Baxley. Folks, once again, thank you for joining us. You know it. Way to catch us. Same time next Thursday. Peace. Break time.